you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something for the first and last time. I love that level of pettiness for the NBA though, because it just is it gives you all the commentary you need. Oh god. Oh. I have been shamed. Where do we begin? Child. I've been shamed. Honestly, when I saw it, I said, Oh god. Welcome to the More Than Ball Show. It's episode eight and I'm Ola. I'm Eamon. I'm Sevian. And we are missing Shaq and Paige this week. Playoff champs are in for a well-deserved rest. Shout out to Shout them. Out. They did their thing. Congratulations, guys. Yes, well congratulations. Brought it home. Got the dub. We love to see it. And also in line of bringing it home, Sev is back from LA. Tell us about your travels. Oh, let me not even say woo woo. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I had an amazing time. LA was incredible. I was able to be out there for game four of Lakers Warriors, able to see the Lakers go up 3-1 in the crypto.com arena, watching LeBron and Steph. Steph had a 30-point triple-double, seeing LeBron in gear three and then turning it up in the second half. But also to see like in person, the atmosphere, the culture and just see how he kind of was a puppet master, essentially, how he kind of orchestrated the game, interactions on the bench, interactions with the energy of the crowd, seeing how incredible Steph is as uh, almost like a diffuser of energy. It was so crazy. I was sitting next Mm. to a Lakers fan with my brother as well, and this Lakers guy was like, Steph, I hate you, but I love you. (laughs) (laughs) We were so frustrated, but he was so magical. But at the same time, we hated him. And we would be standing up, cheering, getting on our feet, bringing the energy in the arena. And then Steph would just deliver a dagger or just have some pass or some behind the back. And you're just like, let's sit back down. He just deflates the arena. But it was incredible to be at my first ever playoff game and witness the legend of LeBron James, the king, and also see icons like Steph, Clay. Well, he wasn't on his on his game yesterday. Well, last mm. week, but yeah, just those historic players as well. It's really special. Yeah, yeah. I can I can only imagine that playoff atmosphere because we already know like what basketball atmosphere is like. But in America, with two two California teams in the same arena, like it, it's sort of like Tottenham versus Arsenal on a whole nother level. <laughs> If you think about it in terms of same same city type vibe without it being the same city, but also like playoffs as well, like it must have been incredible. Yeah, but I think the difference with the football comparison is actually like both of these teams have won things where yeah. like Tottenham still be losers. <laughs> <laughs> it was really special, and I think it's been a, 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 I can't remember exactly how many years, but it's been a long time since the Lakers and Warriors have actually been able to meet each other in the playoffs. Mm. I know they met each other in the play-in, but to meet each other in the playoffs and and actually have something significant to um, play for and and actually have a solid team on both sides was was really incredible. So I'm glad I was able to do that. And I look forward to seeing the run for the Lakers. It's been great to watch and hopefully I can get back out there at some point because I, I just loved the whole experience. Magical. It sounds like magic. And being able to watch basketball at regular times on the West Coast. <laughs> Game changer. Absolutely brilliant. 
Well, I guess with that, we should probably get into the brackets because I feel like everyone's choices and expectations have been blown out of the water. But here we are, to some extent anyway, like obviously Bucks aren't in it. So many other things. <laughs> My team's um, still in it, guys. Matthew's still in it too. I don't know what you're talking about, Ola. at this point. Yes, me, me and Eamon are still on track. <laughs> We're on track to meet each other in the finals, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's going to be violent. It's possible, yeah. Because Suns are also out, who I was rooting for. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it, you know what it is i feel like i have a there's a big difference between who i want to win and who's actually capable of winning that that's been my biggest reflection of of this draft it's been like yeah yeah you did this to yourself because yeah. you knew it wasn't possible but you wanted to hope for no reason should have just put your money <laughs> on the people who were clearly able to win who are in my opinion Boston yeah. and Lakers. Maybe, maybe nuggets yeah mm. you know what's interesting I think there was a quote from Pat Bev when he talked about a lot of people in the NBA who are players but they don't enjoy it and I think when it comes to the playoffs as even speaking to a coach about this it's it's evident when it comes to the off season and the playoffs because you have to really love it to be able to execute day in day out and mm. have the heart to be able to put on these performances because the playoffs is all about the details, your heart as well. So I think that's become evident in the in the postseason mm-hmm. where we've seen a lot of people who have these regular season performances, but when it comes to the extra efforts that you have to put in for the postseason, it's not evident. Cough, cough, envied. Yeah, and honestly, I was going to say... Cough, the table. <laughs> well, I mean, I would, I would put the whole affiliate in, in the category, to be honest. Like, I feel yeah. like maybe that they're that team that really fell off. I feel like that last game was just disappointing. That's the easiest way but to put it. it Celtics were just too good for them. Celtics I mean, were just too good. 51 <laughs> points, Jason Tatum. You can't, you can't like, defend that. Like, yeah, yeah. It was 100%. too much of a good game. But I, also, but I also think the numbers speak to the fact that, like, Definitely Jason Tatum dominated, but how, how could they both, how could James Harden and Embiid play so badly? Exactly. And yeah. you could see Tatum was even surprised himself when he was hitting so them shots. He was like, oh my gosh, because you could see. He's yeah. thinking, I'm getting all of this off on you guys. Like, yeah, you yeah. aren't even playing, playing properly. Like, you've given up. It's the third quarter you love have given up. Honestly. James because- Harden had nine points in game seven. Which is James Harden? Like how? Like yeah. he listen, you should have gone to the Met Gala. You should have just gone. <laughs> <laughs> the way he rocked up there as well, yeah, <laughs> it would have made more sense. It was, it was game one. He was posting, "I, I can't be at the Met Gala because I'm always in the playoffs." Listen, take the time off. Go get your outfits. <laughs> yeah, man. That game, honestly, like I remember, I was first quarter. I was like, "Ooh!" So I was watching it. I was like, "Oh, Eamon, she's worried because they were up like." I don't know. They were, they were like, like oh, nine points at one point. And yeah, I was like, yeah, like it was crazy. Yeah, we're not doing this. Yeah, like I was watching your tweets, being like, "Oh, this not this not looking good for Amen." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think I was even commenting on a few of them, like eyes, like "Hello, yeah. hi." I'm watching it too. I, I feel your struggle, and like to just be there, and then you get to halftime. It's like, oh, okay, cool. They pulled it back. It's anyone's game. Third quarter, mm. game done. It was like there's no. Yeah. I, I think I, I like there was like there's no point in watching the fourth fourth quarter at this point. You know what? Nothing would have made me happier to see Boston lose, but I didn't even come to troll you, Eamon, because I knew Philly was so useless. I can't even get off my jokes yeah. because they. I knew they were going to let me down. Yeah, no, I was saying in the third quarter, it was like 55 to 58 at one point. Mm. And then like two minutes later, it was like 55 to 80. And I was like, okay, I'm comfortable now. Yeah. I was like, I can actually enjoy the rest of the game without like stressing out or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. thinking we're going to blow it. But... It was yeah. a good game. 
honest, yeah, you're right. Like, at one point, one minute had gone past and Philly had one. <laughs> had one more point and you guys had like 20, something crazy like that, or like 14 or something. And it was like, this is outstandingly embarrassing. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like what, what a turn of events. But like MVP, did he deserve MVP after watching that performance? That is the question on everyone's minds. But I, I guess my, my question is, do you think he deserved it in the first place? I think when you base off regular season, you can say he deserved it. But a lot of the narratives around why people didn't want Jokic to win it was the argument that Jokic hasn't performed in the postseason. But Embiid is in the same bracket Mm. as that but the thing is Jokic has actually gone to conference finals whereas Embiid and the Sixers haven't Mm. so if we're looking into next season it's about time we stop letting Embiid come into these conversations if it's going to be focused about around the postseason as well yeah 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 I'm in that category rooting for Giannis but (laughs) Jokic has shown I know it I know it's a regular season award, but I can't help but look at the postseason. And I hated the way Embiid had his post-game comments. It gave an insight into his mindset, Mm. and I didn't like that at all. The whole video shows him, like people are saying that, um, I don't know if you've seen that, obviously it's a snippet that's gone out with some of the comments that made us really question his mentality as like a player that should be leading his team. But when you watch the whole video, to me felt as though that was what he wanted to say. It just took him two minutes to say that one sentence. Yeah, I think the other "Mm." part was just filler because he just wanted to get to the point of saying, yeah, me and Harden need help. Yeah, yeah. Even that, you shouldn't have have come out of your mouth. And the comments Mm -hmm. where he was like, in the words of, Giannis essentially like this yeah. is his, he went into Troel Embiid like yeah. he went into yeah. that whole mode and yeah. you're just being unserious you've just won MVP your team got embarrassed in game seven and you didn't even put you didn't even put the effort in game six when you should have closed it out so you shouldn't be having this troll energy like yeah. this mm. it was the smile for me like he had he had a grin mm. on his face when he said that thing about the success and Giannis I was like you're really taking the mick like he really he, really, <laughs> yeah. he had it ready he knew, yeah. he knew if we lose this is what's yeah. coming up yeah and it's also the audacity of him saying that considering game one his team won without him like for him to say his other teammates for example Tyrese Maxey outscored him in game seven mm. so for him to come out and say that his teammates aren't helping him and Harden they are. They're putting up more numbers than you in Game Seven. Like yeah, yeah, they're there yeah. playing. You're the player that's not performing, and same yeah, with James Harden. You're yeah, the guys yeah. that aren't showing up when it matters. You know what makes this even worse? He made me sad with Ben Simmons. Why would you put me in this position? <laughs> ben Simmons posting on his story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, that is a level of pettiness that I need to get on. I love it. I love that level of pettiness for the NBA though, because it just is. It gives you all the commentary you need of. Like, without saying nothing, he said everything. But yeah, yeah, 100%. If you guys haven't seen the tweet or exactly what Joel Embiid said, he said, me and James can't win alone. That's why basketball is played with five on five. We need everyone to find ways to be better, said the person who was outscored. I think he had the lowest percentage shots. Oh, actually, probably that yeah. one. I mean, he couldn't have had a lower percentage than than James, actually, because he got eight points. But somehow they were the ones <laughs> who were not in the wrong. But I think what also speaks to their mentality is that since, obviously, all of the questions are, are happening with regards to coaches and so on. I don't know if you've seen, but like James has also gone into talking about how their coach isn't really able to make any changes. He doesn't react enough and so on. And it, again, to me, is like, rah, you, you guys are really skirting accountability because game seven your numbers lost it 
100%. (laughs) Like, and now we're now in a position. So first you blame the team and now someone else is blaming the coach. I was like, wow, this is looking a bit mad to me. What did you guys think? Game seven is where you kind of stamp your legacy. You have those moments. And as an MVP, you need to go above and beyond. You need to show why you are the most valuable player in the whole league. And he failed on that stage. Yeah. 100%. And didn't take any accountability for it. Like he did not say Mm -hmm. anything about, if he had said my numbers were low, my shooting percentage was low, like something about the fact that the way that they were marking me meant that I wasn't really able to play my best. Like anything that would have given people something to say. Like honestly, I feel like that response is the main reason that 76ers took a whole day to respond to put anything on Twitter because they were equally as dumbfounded yeah. <laughs> in terms of what the hell was going on. The social media manager was like, I'm not on it today. Yeah, I don't have content for you. Like, <laughs> I can't make content out of bad content. Talking about content and accountability, I think that's a great segue to lead us into Ja Morant. Oh, God. Uh, I have been shamed. Where do we begin? Child. I've been shamed. Honestly, when I saw it, I said, Oh God, these people, <laughs> these guys come to embarrass me. <laughs> After I was, I was like, thinking, like, Rich, like it can happen. He can go back to be like, as in let's let his past not be his future. This guy made it his present. What's wrong with this child? He needs to do a sit down interview with Jalen Rose again. Cause... No, not Jalen. <laughs> Clearly, it doesn't work, mate. Ah, no, shit, here we go again. Oh, mate. Very embarrassing and incredibly. The words of Adam Silver were loud um, yeah. in the, the draft interview that he did with Malika Andrews yeah. because Jamarin literally had a whole sit down with him where they discussed his actions, the consequences of his actions, how visible he is and how important and influential he is to young people. And he had that eight games suspension and to now do the exact same thing Mm. with the same people who you've been involved in previous misdemeanors with, it's going to be a very damaging situation mm. for drama right now. And I expect probably a lengthy suspension. And I, I think a lot of people are, are also mentioning, oh, you know, we're trying to bury the kid, you know, he made a mistake. But mm. I think it's also looking at the past, I think there's six incidences that have involved drama rent. Mm. And I think four of those instances have involved a firearm and it's becoming a habit and mm. it's a place of you haven't shown any kind of change or accountability. And it's now the league has got to look at those previous incidences and think where we previously might have given you a leeway and think, oh, you know what? We didn't have enough evidence to say that maybe you did do this or didn't do this. Mm. Now it's like, okay, well, if you can repeat the same mistake on Instagram live with a firearm, waving it about, listening to that same NBA guy, maybe those other instances were true. Maybe we need to look look at that. Maybe we need to look at the situation with our own NBA players in Indiana with the laser situation and think, hold on. Maybe that was the situation that we didn't have enough evidence for. Maybe that was true. And so I think that's definitely going to be factored into Adam Silver's decision with regards to how he's going to be punished with this situation. But he needs to learn. It's very embarrassing right now. I don't know who he's trying to impress. The music's not impressive. The waving of the guy is not impressive. It's, It's embarrassing on all fronts. Well said. Yeah, and it was the fact that he also didn't make any of the all NBA teams either. So... Like, I don't know if he doesn't realise that 
if he continues doing that, he's going to not get any accolades for his talent because he did have an incredible season this year and he could have been all NBA, but the league was like, we can't reward a guy that is going to be acting like this behind the scenes because he's mm-hmm. not really a good role model or anything like that. So Yeah, 100%. And I guess it's also like, this isn't a situation where the league needs to make any decision based on, like, it's not politics, right? So the league don't need to say that, oh, like, this situation is until proven guilty or someone like like you said the commissioner's words were very strong and like mm-hmm. now people are debating 20 20 games or one year because they don't need any more evidence they know everything that they need to know and they don't really need to they can wait for an investigation but he's basically already said the investigation is just to make sure that yes. the is an ai that's all yeah. <laughs> in this day and age that's all they're doing they're just yeah. determining the footage is correct once they know the footage is legit. And in any other circumstance, it wouldn't happen like that. We wouldn't be already hearing damning, damning words from the commissioner until the investigation was out. And I think the fact that that's already happened means that I would actually argue, I think his career may already be over. Like, fair enough, he's he's going to get the chance to like redeem himself and so on. But I don't see how you can work yourself back from this. Do you get what I mean? Like, Nike are going to mm. be sitting there asking questions. There's going to be so many things that are going on that is like, actually, is this is this the right thing we should be doing? Because Nike have massively changed people's contracts for far less. I think he needs to yeah. stop listening to NBA Young Boys. Twice he's been waving <laughs> those tunes. I mean, come on, if you're listening to Bad Bunny, you're not waving your pistol. So go on, change the playlist and let's get back on the court. But he also gets to a point of like as a watcher and a fan mm. you can't defend him anymore yeah. and like, like once you lose that you lose your fans and you lose that fan base of people who are there that will support you every time like even last time when he did it we all made like excuses for him oh maybe it was this maybe it was that mm. but like this time it's more like okay now we're just fed up like we want to see you at your potential like your full potential and if you're not going to reach that why are we here supporting you if you're not going to give back to us as well? So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, as a fan, it's just getting embarrassing. I wonder. I wonder what would happen. Like Nike would never report on this, but I can imagine like would there be a tank in like as soon as this has happened? Actually, there's probably been a tank in his like sales of these trainers over the course of the last week, and will continue to be. We can probably assume it. Mm-hmm. We shall see. But they've now got the next greatest prospect, Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, yeah. Books, so they yeah. they they've just pivot to another direction. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll just silence that. He'll get one shoe and it'll be done. But yeah, let's talk about drafts. Are we excited? Do we think this is going to be game changing for the Spurs or any of the teams that have just drafted? Anyone who got the number one draft pick is it's a game changer. Like you can't say he's one of the best prospects coming out of college or um, Europe coming into the league. He's a game changer. He's going to be the face of the future. I think he's one of the best prospects we've seen since LeBron James. I don't know how the NBA does it, but if they have done something for it to be Spurs getting a number one pick, well done to them. Because I'm so (laughs) glad he went to the Spurs and is able to be guided under Greg Popovich. I think that's a great landing spot for him. I know he wanted to go there. I know with the connection to Tony Parker and France, like the their country wanted him to go there too. So I think that's mm-hmm. the perfect landing spot for him to develop, become the face of the league for brands, just for the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. I think that's the perfect place for him. And yeah. um, it's great. He's going to be there with, with Jeremy Sohan as well. I think it's great for British basketball, we're going to have a spotlight on on Europe as well. 
So I think overall, this is this is great for basketball. We might see Spurs in the next global games. I I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Because it'll be in France, right? Bring it home. I was going to say, I love the fact that it's only been the lottery picks that have been announced, but we're all acting like the draft picks have been announced because yeah, everyone is certain. <laughs> everyone is certain that he's going to go number one. But keep, stay tuned because the draft picks are yet to come. And who knows, maybe Spurs will take Scoot Henderson or any other prospects. But I never happened. I highly one, doubt it. Yeah. Highly <laughs> doubt it. <but. laughs> Did you see how excited there was? It? I can't remember who it was. Was it the GM? Or their representative at the the lottery, he was going off. He yeah, was yeah. Even in that yeah. empty room, yeah. everyone was angry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like we're back on top, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really yeah, cool. He knew. Yeah. It was like there was they just won a championship, but I can understand. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the memes on Twitter? The memes were really giving me life. There were like memes of him going to pick up Victor at the airport, and it was like someone like frantically running through the halls, like throwing all their papers around. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> silly things. Well, we've talked a lot about off-court dramas. Maybe we should also talk about on-court performances. Who are the people that have been like stand out during the series that we've been we've, we've just watched? I have to give it to Miami Heat, like just their whole team. Jimmy Butler, of course, playoff Jimmy, never disappoints, but Miami Heat as a whole team, they've literally come out as the eighth seed and they've beat the Bucks. But was it 4 1? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have it in front of me. Ola, Ola knows, she's not telling me. <laughs> Ola knows. I'm not um, going to I don't know, I don't know. Me, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're in the conference finals as the eighth seed is amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've got to give it to them. Celtics have been on and off, so I can't really say anyone there but they have actually been a joy to watch though I I have to give like if you're not going to give it to them I'll give it to them like I feel (laughs) like I feel like the JJ or the J squared whatever you want to like however you want to put it like they have put on a show they showcase themselves as like like basketball like as in like this is this is new basketball Mm -hmm. these guys are going to be the ones carrying the torch like a new splash brothers if you will just with a completely different game like as in they have been an absolute delight to watch the celtics have really made i think they've really made this this playoff series i'll give it to them if you You know what thanks i'm gonna gonna say something for the first and last time but (laughs) jason tatum he has humbly proven to be one of the best in the world. Mm. He's incredible. And it still sucks that he's not a Laker because I know that's where his heart <laughs> is. <laughs> and he should have been picked in that draft. He should have been picked in that draft. But yeah, he's been inc- he's been incredible and, and yeah. really great to watch. So last time we did predictions and so on, obviously we talked about some of my predictions not being in there anymore. Um, <laughs> it seems like a lot has changed. But I guess the question is like, who is making it to the finals? Not who who is actually making it to the finals, not who you're supporting. That's my biggest learning mm. from this whole process. Um, <laughs> I love how you've learned this at the final stage. <laughs> oh, very embarrassing. I mean, but anyway, sure. And then next year she'll go with books again. Hello, imagine. <laughs> next year, next year, you never know. But yeah, who have we got? Who's making it to the finals, Nuggets or Lakers? Eamon, I'm going to you. I'm going with Nuggets. I can't root against uh, Nikola Jokic, especially game one yesterday. He went off. He had such a good game. Just seeing that game as well made me think that Nuggets match up better against the Lakers than the Lakers do. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Nuggets. Although I do want a Lakers-Celtics finals for the content, the vibes, everything. It's just going to be sick, but I'm going to go with the Nuggets on this one. I know your answer, but... You already know where I'm going. LA, baby. You didn't fly all the way out there for it to not be there. No, (laughs) listen, I need to be 
here to say I was there during LeBron's championship run. Like I witnessed him in his championship run. And I believe it's going to happen. Remember at the start of, of our podcast, episode one, I'm pretty sure I said Lakers mm-hmm. and everyone laughed at me. And look where we are, yeah. conference finals. Um, yesterday was a tough game. Game one was tough. However, I, w- I came away with confidence because we did make like adjustments during the game. We only lost by, I think, six points. And Embiid had a triple-double, 21 rebounds. So, um, Jokic, my gosh, look at (laughs) Embiid because Embiid needs to watch Jokic highlights to know what to do. (laughs) Music practice. So I I have confidence in the Lakers. I feel like they've got really good chemistry. I feel like they're hitting the right gears, uh, the right points, making the right adjustments. Even Darvin Ham has really stepped up during the playoffs. And so I'm confident Lakers are going to get through. I think it might take six or seven games. I also think the Miami Boston series will go to six or seven too, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Lakers Celtics final. She says begrudgingly. Just for the storyline. <laughs> yeah, just for the storyline. I'm I'm actually torn, you know, because I feel like I agree. I feel like matchup wise, I think Nuggets definitely really could have it, but I think the chemistry of LA is what is not spoken for. So actually, their ability to to change it up at home, I guess in any game really, but more so at home is the thing that I'm like, oh, you know what, that they might just have enough willpower behind this to make it actually work. So in the spirit of not going of who I want and who I think it will actually be, oh, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say the Lakers actually. Ooh, I think Lakers welcome to my side. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, any team Olympics goes out. So. Oh, Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 this is the first time that actually, as I think about it, I think they're the team that I want and the team that could do it. So this. I this don't know if I want you on my side now. Wow, wow. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out soon enough, right? Whether or not I am, in fact, the Golden Goose. But yeah, Miami Celtics. Hey, oh, no, Sev, I'm going to you first. I think it's going to be Celtics that come on top. And only because Miami have done incredibly well, but they're still not a full squad, whereas the Celtics do have a deeper team. Celtics, always. And I can't root against I can't root against Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Like, that duo will get us to the finals and will get us the championship. So, easy. No, I agree, man. I think that, like, Eamon has actually been screaming about the depth of that team since the very beginning, and we're seeing it now. And we're seeing everyone react to it now, which means that they're in their element. Like, I just don't think... Mm-hmm. I think their element in terms of teamwork and all of the players together, they're going to they're gonna do a lot more than Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler, unfortunately. But saying that, Eric Spolstra, I think he's going to be the X Factor. And if Miami mm-hmm. get through, I think it'll be down to his coaching. And the heart of Jimmy. Yeah. There is a risk of Joe Mazzola getting outcoached. So, because mm. it is his first time in like a conference finals. So, we don't know what's going to happen. But I believe in our duo. So, you know what? I'm making a switch. I'm picking Miami. Ah! <laughs> if if Jimmy Butler's healthy, I'm picking Miami. Fair. Well, we will remember these words. Um, so, we'll find out if you were wrong, if I was the golden goose, and actually if both your teams get through. So, coming up, we've got the Hoops Fix All Star Classic on the 28th of May. We're going to be there. Yes. The All Star Classic is the ultimate showcase of British basketball talent and culture. We'll focus on giving back to the game. So, I'm really excited for that. There's going to be music, giveaways, competitions, and excellent showcase of basketball from the young, upcoming talent in the UK. So, um, I look forward to seeing you guys down there and hopefully, 
some of the audience as well. Yeah, I think I'm really looking forward to like the dunk contest, to be fair. Like that's the thing that I'm like, I really want to see. Like it's inspiring to watch dunk contests for such from such young ages. Okay. Often we always see like we always see like some people do it like all the time and so on. And we know that they're great and they're getting better and better. But I think to start watching young people do it and see it and like cultivating their skills and doing that it's probably the first time they get put on the platform to really start taking part in that I think for, for me also being able to see these these young talented players have that platform mm. to showcase their skills be treated like stars get the gear get the exposure have yeah, the yeah. stage it's it's really special to be part of that at a young age and kind of get that foot in the the door of what it could be like to be a professional athlete so I think that's really special and important for them and shout out to Hootsfix for being able to provide that platform yeah yeah and Jordan for being able to provide the gear because yeah like it, yeah. it means so much like I think as you say that I think about all the points in time when you feel really special at somewhere that you've gone to compete at do you know what I mean and you get the yeah. gear and you just think like rah this is really this is really something it makes you feel important it makes you feel like you are valued for being there and their talent is valued and it's really nice to see that they're getting put on that stage absolutely they're definitely being rewarded and yeah. yeah shout out to Jumpman as well yeah yeah 100%. And guys, if you don't know, the BAL finals is coming up on the 21st of May. Finals are going to be Senegal versus Mozambique and Angola versus Ivory Coast. And then from there, we will have, obviously, the final final. Those are the conference finals. Super excited to see who comes out on top there. Unfortunately, South Africa are out, which means Dwayne Wade probably will no longer be making an appearance. He probably also has some things to deal with, considering the comments that just came out with Gabriel Union, but probably a whole different podcast. Um, <laughs> But yeah, make sure you're watching um, the BAL Finals. That has been us. I'm Ola. I'm Eamon. I'm Sevian. Yes, and make sure you're following us on socials. We have been more than bull. Peace. Love. Good vibes.